0: let's take off baby let's just drive honey into the night sky to the sunset shine into the day baby let's go traveling let's go traveling let's go traveling let's go traveling traveling.
1: this is travel michigan i'm dave lorenz from pure michigan we've seen some snow already this year and when you head up north to treetops resort in gaylord you'll be reminded why winter can be a blast. Winter in our biggest city is certainly different than experienced up north, but with all there is to enjoy, no less the fun. And if you're looking for lots of snow and all there is to see and do in it, you need to head up north to Marquette and the Keweenaw in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. We travel Michigan next... Where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Let's go
2: traveling. Let's go traveling.
1: For those of you who have listened to this program for a long time, you probably already know that I love this season we're entering right now as we enter the real snowy season any day. You know, we've had snow here and there, but before you know it, it's going to really be sticking. In up north, we've been able to see some really good natural conditions. We've had uh, situations where we can make a lot of snow as well. So it is the time to think about heading up north for skiing and all the other fun things you can do, and I can't think of a better place to introduce you to the whole concept of enjoying winter than Treetops Resort in beautiful Gaylord. Let's bring in Barry Owens. He's the general manager of the Treetops Resort in Gaylord. Barry, it's great to have you back on the program.
2: Dave, it's always a pleasure to catch up.
1: Well, you know, uh, we have gone through so much this last couple of years, and And right now, we've had so many issues with increasing prices, inflation everywhere. People are are finding ways to kind of economize and still have a great time with their their family and friends. Um, What do you suggest people consider uh, as they look to the ski season this year?
2: So, Dave, one of the things we're really excited about is uh, we've introduced this uh, new package. Uh, It's essentially an inflation buster package. Um, and it's good for midweek uh, after the first of the year. It's, uh, it includes uh, an overnight room, um, a breakfast and a dinner, um, and basically unlimited recreation, unlimited rental and ski lessons. And it starts at $139 per person per night. So if, um, you know if there's a couple staying in a room, it's $139 a piece for each of them, you know plus your taxes and stuff like that and then if you have kids that that are under 17 and stay in the same room it's only $49. Wow. And so it allows people to get up and and really take advantage and and we've called it cool school because um you know with what as you mentioned what we've gone through in the past couple of years, you know families are more willing to uh take their kids out of school and be able to you know school remotely and, and do their work there and so um, we're encouraging people to get up here and and do school from here and so when they go back to cool school they can the kids can tell the other kids in school they were at cool school a week
1: well that's a great idea in in a couple of ways you know even before all that we've gone through that would have been a great deal especially with those meals that you're offering as well so um, it, it, another thing I know you're doing with these kind of weekday times that you're now uh, opening up uh, for this is this is Pretty new to you guys, right?
2: It really is. It's uh, you know we've done select midweek dates or you know extended weekends and things like that, but it's going to be open all the time. And and it's needless to say, it's not just for these people that are on the school cool, cool school package, but you know people that might be in the area that want to hop over and just go skiing for the day. Um, and and one of the uh, big advantages to this package, too, is uh, tubing is included. Um, and our tubing is incredibly popular. So if you've been here in the past on the weekend, it's, you know, you pay a, a rate for um, to tube for an hour, um, as many runs as you can get in in that time. Um, for this, it's just going to, you're going to be able to drop in, drop and go throughout the time your trip is here. Um, so that's another huge advantage to it.
1: It's fantastic. Now, this very good deal, really great deal, it's not going to be around every weekday. I would assume, you know, during the holidays, there'll be blackout dates here and there.
2: There will be. I mean, it really starts after the first of the year. And, um, you know, there's some limitations around uh, Martin Luther King uh, holiday and also President's Weekend. But otherwise, I mean, there's a tremendous amount of midweek periods that it's available. So that's uh, that information's you know, on the website or our reservationists can help. And and one of the neat things, you know, we got Christmas coming up here. And for people that haven't figured out what they're maybe buying the grandkids or even buying their own family, you can actually go in and just buy certificates online and then decide later when you're gonna use them. Um, So it it gives people that flexibility to, you know, lock in the rate um, and get it and and, then make a decision at a later date when they're gonna come spectacular
1: deal. The website is treetops.com. Uh, can people, um, use that website to, to book this offer?
2: They sure can. Yeah. It'll be listed right under there under, uh, um, packages and things like that. So, uh, it's, uh, it's right there and there's, um, many choices, um, there as far as, you know, one night, two night, three night, et cetera, type stays. Um, but if people have questions, our reservations team are excellent at what they do. And, uh, you can uh, reach them at eight uh, eight eight Treetops, and uh, they can help uh, help with the whole process and actually walk you right through and buy it right online with you.
1: Well, Barry, we only have a few seconds, like half a minute. Uh, I know you've you made some improvements to the way you're operating your big uh, inner tube uh, slide as well.
2: We did, yeah. We doubled it uh, doubled it last year right before the start of the season. So the extreme tubing park is made up of. Uh, One run called Thunderstruck, which is the original, and the new one called Sidewinder, and they're both will get your attention, Dave.
1: Yeah, I bet they will. You know, that's one of the things I really love about Treetops Resort, that yes, you have really excellent downhill skiing, uh, but uh, you also have these other really cool things, including, you know, the indoor pools, things like that, Um, really spectacular, the spa, great meals. And I have to tell you, the older I get, the more I enjoy cross-country skiing as well. Uh, so it's all there. Uh, and as you mentioned, Barry, uh, perhaps you haven't gone skiing for a while. The classes uh, that you offer, training right there available. It's it's incredible. It's all at Treetops Resort up in Gaylord. And when you head up there, make sure you head downtown as well because you're going to really love it in beautiful Gaylord. Here's the website. It is treetops.com. Our thanks to Barry Owens, General Manager of Treetops Resort, for being with us today. We're going to head to Detroit next. Find out what's happening this winter there here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. Uh, I have to tell you one thing I love about this time of the year is that we have such differentiation of activities that you can do. I mean, if you really want to do these great outdoor experiences and and really have a great adventure, I mean, you can do something like luging in Muskegon or dog sledding up in Newberry or ice climbing in uh, places like Munising. I mean... We have all those cool things outside. And then, of course, you know, little milder things like hiking and cross country skiing and downhill and all that. But there are a lot of cool things you can do in our cities as well. I love museums. I love restaurants, shopping not so much, but all those other things I love. And one of the places you can do all of that and so much more is in the Detroit area because they offer so much. We're going to talk to Jennifer Petrus ollinger from Visit Detroit now, and Jennifer, I can't wait to find out what's happening in the Detroit area.
3: Hi, Dave. How are you doing?
1: Doing all right. Uh, you know, it's it's funny, uh, even the way uh, I, I mentioned it as the Detroit area because. When I talk about Detroit, I'm, I'm seldom talking about just the city because, you know, you visit Detroit, you represent kind of that three-county area, and even there, you have a great, uh, a great deal, a variety of activities that you can see and do even at this time of year.
3: We have so much to see and do all throughout the tri-county region in Detroit take for instance, downtown Rochester at this time of year. If you've never been, I highly encourage you to, to head on over and not only do some small town shopping, which may not be your thing Mm day, but, um, for a lot of other folks this time of year, it's high up there as an activity that they do. But downtown Rochester at this time of year, they have something called big lights festival that has over a million lights that cover the downtown area in, uh, in Rochester, so it's a fun place to go, go out to dinner, amazing food options all throughout the city, um, and it's that small town feel of a suburb of Detroit that's really, really a cool place to visit.
1: Well, I love that thought. And I have to tell you, I don't do a lot of shopping as, as you <laughs> know, um, and, but my wife occasionally allows me to go along with her. And if I know she's going to go to a, a, a neat, interesting town that also offers, you know, some things, you know, for, uh, I was going to say guys, I don't mean it that way. Uh, Uh, old guys like me who might want to just sit around and uh, just kind of take in the experience. I love the fact that you can go to a Rochester and really enjoy just the, the atmosphere. It's just a beautiful place.
3: It's a great place and and things like um, the Royal Park Hotel that is in Rochester mm-hmm. um, is a true gem if you've never been, but they've got some holiday offerings as well that go to the end of the year, including sort of a pop up space that's very um, decorated for the holidays. So um, maybe while your wife is shopping, you can head in there and you know, have a coffee, have a hot chocolate and wait for her.
1: <laughs> that, that's what I like to do. Actually, um, and, and if I were to go to a place that I really wanted to enjoy the shopping experience as well, I would head to Great Lakes Crossings because talk about a variety of shops and experiences that you can have there.
3: You know, Great Lakes Crossing is, you know, shopping meets entertainment. It's one of those idyllic places that you can go um, not only to shop for great deals. Great Lakes Crossing is known for, for the deals that they have and with the with the... Economy these days, you know who wouldn't like to save a buck, right? (laughs) Um, So, you know combined with all the entertainment that they have at Great Lakes Crossing from places like uh, The movie theater that's there the arcade that they have as well um, There's fun for all ages. So it's not just shopping at Great Lakes Crossing. It's a great destination to spend all day actually.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've i done it, and I do enjoy it. Now, you have uh, a couple of really big uh, malls in the area. Somerset, that's one of the big ones, right?
3: Somerset is one of the big ones. That's ironic that you mentioned it. I was just there yesterday. It's all decked out for the holidays and, and beyond, um, and it was busy. You know, brick-and-mortar is still alive, uh, and, and um, Great Lakes Crossing offers a variety as well as Somerset of places. Um Somerset's a little bit more on the higher end, but for that special gift that you may need to buy or just after the holiday sales, it's a great place to go visit, as well as some great dining options are there as well.
1: Well, let's talk about uh, Detroit, the city of Detroit, downtown, because it's not a place that a lot of people will think of for shopping, uh, but that's only because they haven't been there for a while. Tell us about shopping in downtown Detroit and then the rest of the experience.
3: You know, Dave, you are so right. Um, You know, for the holiday season coming up, there's um, a few things that are sort of a pop-up nature. We've got the markets at Campus Marshes. We've got over 18 local vendors in a great cozy little setting in campus marshes that you can go in and shop and help support local. But then we've got all sorts of brick and mortar downtown from Gucci, which just opened uh, recently in downtown Detroit, all the way to H and M. So definitely a lot of places to stroll in a, a relatively small area to go and get that sort of big city shopping feel. You can do that in downtown Detroit right now.
1: Uh, Love it. Uh, Now, if you uh, basically have have all your shopping done or just don't want to go shopping and you want to do some other things, this is a great time of the year to head into museums. The big daddy of them all is in your area in Dearborn, the Henry Ford. Tell us about that experience.
3: Oh, the Henry Ford. Um, you know, I consistently have people tell me it's one of the best and their favorite museums in the whole entire United States. Um, the Henry Ford has all sorts of things to do for all ages, um, including an outdoor village that is open on weekends called Holiday Nights. But if it's a little chilly outside and you want to stay toasty warm, the museum has so much to offer, including their newest exhibit, which is. Hallmark ornaments. Uh, They've got over 6,600 Hallmark ornaments on display. It's a new permanent exhibit that they have, not just holiday or Christmas ornaments, but Halloween, Easter um, that they've acquired, and that exhibit just opened last month. Uh, So really kind of cool to kind of get the holiday spirit inside the museum as well.
1: Yeah, of course, uh, the Henry Ford is all about innovation and the American story. Um, Yes, they do have a lot of cars there, but it's not a car museum. A lot of people still think that.
3: Mm -hmm. I think one of my favorite exhibits at the Henry Ford Museum is there with liberty and justice for all. Mm. Um, The exhibit is truly amazing. You can see things like George Washington's camping gear. Um, You can also sit in the rosa parks bus the actual bus that she um, refused to give her seat up on that sparked the civil rights movement um you know what an iconic historical gem that you can actually have access to and sit on the bus and hear her tell her story um just one of the many um interactive things that you can do at the henry ford museum
1: you know i i don't generally recommend this but i will and, and, and i only Don't recommend it because I don't think about it, but the architecture in the Detroit area, not just downtown, but you look at Midtown and New Center area, I think of the Fisher Building, which is worth a stop just to walk through. It is absolutely beautiful, but the architecture in Detroit, I think, is really something to visit, uh, a good reason to visit.
3: You know, um, I think I take it for granted because I look at it every day outside my window when I'm downtown, but the architecture in Detroit we consistently hear from visitors is unlike any other place um, in downtown Detroit, from Albert Kahn, who is a famed architect that did several of the buildings in downtown Detroit. Um, You also have a real art deco feel with some of the buildings. Um, Puabic Pottery is also a part of our landscape of architecture in downtown Detroit. Um, with so many different types, it's really kind of a really cool place to see lots of different sorts of new versus old in a big city atmosphere. I highly recommend it too, Dave.
1: Yeah, it really is something. You know, there are so many reasons to uh, visit Detroit and the entire area. We we just don't have time to yeah. really get into to get into much more for today. But the website to learn more is visit detroit.com and you will learn about Detroit and the entire uh, region if you go there visit detroit.com is the website Jennifer Petras Ollinger, manager of domestic and international tourism with visit Detroit thank you for your time today and we're going to head up north next to talk about another interesting town with interesting architecture Marquette here on travel Michigan where your trip begins at michigan.org travel michigan i'm dave lorenz from pure michigan Uh, if you've ever heard me talk about marquette you know how much i love marquette and anybody who's ever been to marquette i think loves marquette it's such a great town and for i know a lot of you it's a bit of a drive to get there because we have so many listeners in the lower peninsula but let me tell you it is well worth the drive let's find out about um, oh just some of the reasons you should visit Marquette at this time of the year. Let's bring in Susan Esler. She is executive director of Travel Marquette. Susan, it's great to have you back on the program.
0: Hey Dave, great to talk to you.
1: Now, I haven't been to Marquette now for way too long. I think it's been a couple of months. There's so, so much to do, um, but I'm gonna get up there pretty soon. I can't wait until I get up there for among other things. The big uh, sled dog competition later on into the early year of 23. Looking forward to that. But even now, right now, until then, there's so many things you can see and do that people need to be aware of. Just kind of from the top of your head. I mean, how, what would you describe as some of the top reasons to visit Marquette at wintertime?
0: Well, this time of year, I would definitely suggest that you come up and visit to see the laser show um, that we have, the holiday lasers on the ORDOC. It's every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 6 until 9 p.m.
1: You know, I I just saw that on Facebook recently again. I'm really thrilled that you're doing that. Are you doing that year-round or only at wintertime?
0: We're only doing it between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve. So the schedule, the calendar works out great because it started on Thanksgiving um, and is ending on New Year's Eve. And then, of course, there's the ball drop uh, after that
1: true uh well and so just to uh explain this people are probably saying what are you talking about laser on what <laughs> so so describe that uh for people who have never been there before
0: well um marquette one of the feature landmarks that we have uh is a decommissioned or dock um, in downtown marquette in the lower harbor and so on the south side um we are doing a laser presentation on the ORDOC. Uh, we actually came up with a playlist. If you put in your earpods and tune into Spotify, you just click the QR code and you can listen to some holiday tunes uh, along with the lasers.
1: Yeah, and it's so cool uh, because this, this ORDOC, it's a huge, huge monolithic type of, uh, of, of building. It it goes out into Lake Superior uh, because those big ships, they would basically pull up alongside and then coal or not coal, the aggregate material uh, that was coming from the mines would be uh, then kind of dumped into the ships from the side of this, this big brown, beautiful structure. I'm so happy that you found uh, another use for it other than just being a really unique, beautiful structure that looks like it's gonna be there forever because it was built to last. And now you found a, a way to uh, to use it to present art, really. And that's really what I see that as being.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. Last year, we actually brought somebody in um, from California. He happens to have um, his mom in Escanaba and his dad lives in Grand Rapids. Um, but he's out um, working with some big stars and does different events like Burning Man and that type of thing. And mm. so he had actually, um, he was familiar with the OR dock and really was looking forward to the challenge of projecting on such a large, long, thin area. Mm. Um, we do have a working ore dock um, on the other side uh, that we actually have ships continuing to come in. And because things aren't frozen yet, um, the ships are continuing to travel into um, that or so you can actually go down and and see that that working um you know the we have the um fresh coast light lab uh working on the laser display for this year and um, they're a younger group and a bunch of local artists um, and technicians who have worked in projection mapping and um large displays that type of thing and so it's really wonderful to see them being able to use this equipment um, and do some projections that are really cool it's really amazing Uh, i actually saw i went down on um, thanksgiving evening and saw a young couple get engaged in Mm. front of the um the lasers so it's really nice. exciting for me to actually see that so it was, that it's cool? very cool
1: yeah well, definitely it, it, it's so marquette it's so unique and different and really one of the reasons you need to go there you know the the previous segment we were talking to some friends in detroit and um talking about the really interesting architecture in detroit when i think of marquette you know you think about that that Ordoc as is being part of architecture really I think about Marquette's unique architecture is one of the reasons I love visiting. I just think it's really stunning, the the various buildings you get to see there.
0: Yeah, definitely. And we have a lot of historic buildings um, like the library. And then Ishpeming and Nagani also have some beautiful architecture as well. So... It's really exciting to come here, Um, you don't realize how hilly it is too, uh, and it's just beautiful Um, when you're walking on Washington Street, maybe pick up a muffin at um, 231 or a baby cakes and get some coffee and just walk toward uh, the lake and the view is just breathtaking, especially in the morning this time of year because it's later in the day so you get to see the sunrise
1: yeah I can't wait one of these days to see those surfers at winter time because I know you have crazy surfers who go out there in Lake Superior at wintertime and and go surfing. I've never seen it, but I've seen pictures of those guys out there. I yeah, just to definitely add to the view. <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's an interesting sport, and especially on Lake Superior, because it be, can be um, a little treacherous. So you really have to know what you're doing uh, to go out and surf. You know, obviously, protection as far as cold water and all of those things.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, with somebody who really knows what they're doing. Now, um, one of the things people love to do at any time of the year is bike the Marquette area, whether it be mountain bikes or fat tire bikes. And that's a big deal in wintertime there as well, right?
0: Definitely. We're definitely a year-round destination and we don't shy away from winter. We just kind of change what's on our feet or the bicycle that we're using and continue on um, enjoying the great outdoors. So... There are the city bike trails that you can go along, um, and even just walking and hiking around Presque Isle Park is, is really something special, um, especially during the wintertime, and getting to see the vistas um, of Lake Superior from that vantage point is really quite something. And then, you know, the NTN trails, um, they do groom for fat tire bikes, so if you're interested in doing that, there's definitely something to do. Right now, we just had a warm, uh, warm spell, so we don't have much snow on the ground here in Marquette. Um, probably Ishpeming and Nagani still have some snow, and I think they're anticipating some snow uh, tomorrow. But yeah. um, well, you, know, you it, know,
1: any day. I mean, you can get a pile of snow at any time. That's the cool thing about the Upper Peninsula. Now, for, for people who might want to uh, come up to do any of those outdoor experiences, I know you have plenty of hotels in the area. You have a couple of new ones, don't you?
0: Yeah, there's um, Fairfield, uh, and that is a newer hotel. Um, they're actually going to be adding in a town place, and that should be coming up pretty soon. And, uh, you know, it's exciting to see um, the growth that we have here in Marquette. Um, We also are working on Respect Marquette, which is a program to help people who may never have visited up here, maybe connect them with a tour guide, um, or maybe even doing an activity that you haven't ever done before, and making sure that you're doing it safely and being responsible and showing um, making sure that you're safe and having a good time.
1: That's an important issue. You know, a lot of people are getting outside like they never have before. Uh, a lot of winter people for the first time and they simply don't know. So the more information we can get in advance, the better to respect nature and beautiful places like Marquette. Susan, we only have about a minute, but I, I know the sled dog races are coming up again. About when is that going to be? And uh, I mean, I, I would guess we, we need to be, be able to get rooms like right now, I I would guess.
0: Yes, definitely. Um, Looking right now to get your room secured is a good thing. Uh, February 16th, 17th, uh, 18th, and 19th or when the UP200 is occurring. And so you definitely want to secure your room ahead of time because it is a very popular thing for people to come up for. Um, They're actually doing a trio of events. And um, after us is Copper Harbor, um, the Copper Dog. And um, so about two weeks after UP200, there will be the Copper Dog, and before that, there's an event, a uh, dog sled race, about a month before UP200. So we're kind of right in the middle, but it definitely is a wonderful event to see the dogs running down Washington Street, which they actually do put snow back mm-hmm. on the street mm-hmm. and go down the
1: hill. It's, it's so cool. I love the trifecta idea, too. Susan Essler, the executive director from Travel Marquette. There are so many other reasons to visit. Go to the website, travelmarquette.com. We're going to head a little bit farther north and west next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Michigan, I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. There's something super special about the Keweenaw Peninsula any time of the year. Um, man, I, I have to tell you, I've been there literally every season of the year, and I don't know if I could tell you what's my favorite time of the year to visit, because as as beautiful it is, as it is and as natural as it is, uh, there are various things you can do at some times of the year. You just simply... Don't want to do or can't do the other time of the year. So let's find out what you might enjoy about this time of the year up in the Keweenaw by bringing in Brad Barnett. He is the executive director of the Keweenaw Convention Visitors Bureau, Copper Country, we like to call it. Uh, Brad, um, so so what would be your favorite time of the year? You can tell the truth here, you don't have to say winter like me.
4: That's, that's tough. I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say spring in the on I know that's not a popular time of year, but, but usually uh, when you're coming out of a long winter and it's, and it's April and things are beginning to thaw uh, and you're starting to see a little bit of green, it's just, there's something about that renewal and rebirth a uh, time of year that, uh, that I love about the
1: Keweenaw. Well, and you know, that's probably your slowest time of the year, I would guess, because it's not really spring compared to most people's calendar yet because you do still have a lot of snow on the ground uh, usually yeah. it's not winter yet so you're kind of in between
4: yeah no I, what's nice is is when the trails do dry out you have them to yourself um, the days aren't too long so you can really really get to enjoy some dark sky viewing and mm-hmm. and the waterfalls they just they just take off that time of year so if you really enjoy seeing you know, again, uh, flowing waterfalls across the Keweenaw, it's just a perfect time to check out.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think I've really uh, spent much time looking at waterfalls in the Keweenaw. I have in many other places in the Upper Peninsula, but uh, the few I've seen are spectacular. But it, but it's, it's it's hard to say. I mean, the views in the Keweenaw are uh, unparalleled. I, I mean, you think about, you know, that drive up to like Copper Harbor, and then coming back either on the main road or if you go along, you know, the shoreline and go to, like, Eagle Harbor. I mean, there's so many beautiful places. Well,
4: that's, that's. I mean, for people who come up to the Keweenaw, no matter what time of year, um, I mean, that's that's one of the lasting impacts if you're driving up US 41 and you're heading north and you get that view of the cliff range. Right. This is it, you know, both in terms of just scale. It just kind of juts right up from sort of the lowland area of the Keweenaw Peninsula. You really get a sense of like the topographical changes that you see uh, in the area that makes the Keweenaw really unique and special place. Uh, But then also, it had played such a pivotal role in the Kipano's copper country heritage, too, because this was the home of the first profitable copper mine at the cliff cliff mine at the base of the cliff range, so it's sort of kind of marries those two really unique aspects about the Keweenaw. It's both uh, the sense of history and then just the ruggedness of the terrain and wilderness in the area.
1: Well described. Uh, I, I think one of the reasons I love the Keweenaw is the history. You can see the history in the architecture. We were just talking to Marquette in Detroit earlier, and I was telling both of our guests how much I love the architecture in those places. You know, think about the Keweenaw. You have some really interesting towns with beautiful, interesting places. Let's talk a little bit about um, you, you, your biggest communities of Houghton, Hancock area. Um, tell us about that area and what it looks like at this time of year.
4: Yeah, well, this time of year, uh, you know, it's we're, we're you know we're we're getting our snow. The snow machine is turned on. Uh, lake Superior is doing her thing, you know, churning out lake effect snow. Um, so we get to see, you know, really sort of a, a you know, winter wonderland uh, throughout the years. But you, you touched on the area's history and architecture, and, and that's what makes, I think, both of the downtowns of Houghton and Hancock exceptionally unique because, you know, the architecture in these areas have been so well-preserved. Um, you know both of these areas were built up during uh, the heyday of the mining era the late 1800s early 1900s so you see multi-story buildings built uh, many of which are built from Jacobsville sandstone which was quarried uh, just across the Keweenaw Bay in a small community of Jacobsville so this is sort of the red uh, and white marbled uh, sandstone that that's really unique Um, Although a lot of it was actually shipped out to the East Coast, places like Boston, uh, you'll see when you go to their downtowns, a lot of work is actually constructed from this material. But it is unique to the Keweenaw. Um, And you know, both of these downtowns, again, they're they're small by big city standards. The folks down in Detroit and Grand Rapids would call these communities quaint. Uh, But again, all these buildings that are in here, the stores, fronts, the shops, uh, they're locally owned, locally managed, all unique. Um, And then, you know, having Michigan Tech just right down the way uh, creates a college vibe, a college atmosphere. I mean, it's within walking distance to Houghton's downtown. So it's a really cool place with a lot of good energy uh, and a great place to go if you're uh, looking for snow.
1: Yeah, you know, I I feel younger when I'm there because of that, uh, that kind of university vibe in, in the town. I just feel like I'm, I'm one of those young kids again. I don't know what it is. I really do. I love it. And, and you think about what the university brings the community. You know, you have the outdoor experiences of, of the ski hill there. But um, indoors, you have that tremendous mineral museum and the Rose Theater as well.
4: Yeah, that's right. Those are two fantastic year-round attractions. I mean, most people don't realize that the Rose Center for the Performing Arts, located on Michigan Tech's campus, is actually the largest performing arts venue in the Upper Peninsula. Uh, I believe they have around twelve hundred seats in terms of capacity, so it's a pretty good-sized venue for a community of this size. And you know, if you're a geologist, if you have any interest in like minerals, or if you just like looking at shiny things Mm -hmm. (laughs) then the aec mineral museum is a great place to check out it's actually the uh, state of michigan's uh, mineral museum Uh, really incredible collections a lot of uh, specimens from the great lakes region but uh, specimens from across the world as well including fluorescing minerals so these are stones that actually glow under uv light and you can find some of those stones called youperlites, Stones, sometimes are referred to along the uh, the shorelines of the Keweenaw Peninsula.
1: It's uh, really cool. I, I love those fluorescent stones. It's like, it doesn't even seem real, but there they are. Um, hey, Brad, I, I want to ask you about, um, you know, you've got a couple of, uh, if not new hotels, refurbished hotels in Houghton. Tell us about that.
4: Yeah, so uh, you brought up history in Houghton, and so this is a a great segue to the Vault Hotel was actually built uh, and uh, it it was the Bank of Houghton um, uh, right downtown, uh, again, built from that beautiful Uh, Jacobsville sandstone materials and that is now home to a new boutique hotel it opened up right around COVID so it's had a couple years to kind of find its sea legs uh, and now it offers an experience uh, unlike any that you'll find probably in in, in, and really in the UP. uh, 17 rooms uh, each with their own specific theme and feel Uh, And what I love probably most about that property, Dave, I think you could concur, is that when you go down to the basement, there's actually a speakeasy, and the speakeasy Hmm. is for hotel guests only uh, and club members, Uh, so you go down there, it really just embraces that theme of like the Prohibition speakeasy area, and they make some of the most fantastic cocktails I think that you'll find anywhere in northern Michigan. Uh, and then the other property, just real quick, I want to mention too, of course, is the, the re- uh, renovated Hampton Inn and Suites. Right, again, right downtown in Houghton, within walking distance uh, to, to Michigan Tech's campus and all the downtown shops in the area. Uh, this is a 110 room property. A uh, brand new uh, p- a swimming pool in the basement, uh, just a beautiful space, a great place, great breakfast, um, a great place to do business. If you're again doing coming to Michigan Tech or coming to the Houghton area, and again within walking distance to the uh, storefronts, waterfronts, all the trails and systems in the Houghton area. So two great options for you in downtown Houghton.
1: Well, we could uh, spend an entire program talking about the Keweenaw and uh, still have uh, plenty of things to talk about. But we're already out of time today. So uh, let's just say this. You need to head to the Keweenaw this winter. Enjoy snow country like you'd never enjoy it before. Uh, Visit Keweenaw.com is the website. I want to thank Brad Barnett, the executive director of the Keweenaw Convention Visitors Bureau for being our guest today. So many great places to visit this winter in Michigan. Get out there and enjoy them. We'll talk to you next week here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling.